doesn't actually cure it though. It, may, it kind of makes it worse. It, well, <laughs> kind of takes care of the itch for some. You just for a, little for a while. moment, yeah. <laughs> that rash, that's all you, man. Sorry. Well, that's what the stickers are good for. You just put on the rash and pull. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> are you ready? It's the Jeep Dog Show. With Wimby. There will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's It's good for my soul. Chuck. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. Hey, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, never driven anything but Jeeps. This show is for you. Chuck, Wendy, Josh, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about Jeeps. Lots That's of Jeeps. right. Hey, Jeeper, I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I've got a contest I bet you can't wait to enter, and I think we can all have some fun with this one together. Jeep also just won an award from a prestigious name, and this one's worth mentioning. And later, I've got an all-new must-have pick of the week for your Jeep. Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and in this episode, I give you some things to think about before cutting down your own Christmas tree. Hi, I'm Tony, and uh, I don't know if uh, this is a t- a too much information or not, but I've had my first colonoscopy, and it was a breeze. I did not get oh. a drink before th- before the event, though. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mention it because I-, I know there's a lot of people out there, men especially, that don't want to go through this. There's a bit of fear, and especially in that, that region. And uh, it was funny. I was having a conversation with the anesthesiologist, and he says, uh, he goes, you may feel a little something, and, and you'll probably be out in about 10 seconds. And I go, oh, yeah, I feel it a little bit now. And next thing I know, I wake up, and then about a minute or two minutes afterwards, oh, and it was so funny. And you, you'll, you'll, think this, you'll think this is pretty funny, Josh. The, the nurse says, oh, you're talking. <laughs> she couldn't believe I was making coherent sentences after just waking up. I mean, I was oh, wide awake. I felt a little, a little uh, you know, loggy or something. Oh, it's over already. Hey, but it, but it took, where's my jello? Yeah, <laughs> jello. But it took about two minutes for me to realize I was in a completely different room. And yeah. I was just freaking out. I've never had anesthesia before. So I was completely oh, freaking what? out. Yeah. I, oh I, I was gosh. completely freaking out that Welcome I was the real that world. I traveled from one room to the other yeah, and was not aware. <laughs> I don't I mean when you're sleeping, you know, you may wake up in a little bit and you get but the sense you were, of motion. You're planning on going to sleep. This is, you know, count back from ten and next thing you know you're in another you're room out. and it's Yes. Although there's no counting. He even made a comment about that. He goes, sometimes I have them count back to 10. If they get to nine or eight, I'm surprised. <laughs> and this was yeah. like lights out. And I, But I did get to ask him beforehand, is it is it like sleeping? I mean, is it like restful? He goes, yeah, it, it, it very much can be. And uh, so, but it was just lights out and completely gone. Woke up in a different place. And uh, it was funny. I was making jokes. I told the, when they went to go get my wife out of the wait, waiting room, I told the nurse, I said, look, when she comes in here, I'm going to ask, uh, who are you? And she actually, <laughs> the nurse actually played along. And I was a little oh. scared because oh, I thought she might have been being serious <laughs> and they were going to keep me there if I didn't answer properly. But I went ahead yeah. and went with it. The nurse, she gets down into my face and she goes, do you know where you are? <laughs> no, actually, she says, what do an you, amazing bedside yeah, manner. Do you, yes. know, do, you know, do you know your name? Then she just says, do you know where you are? And for an instant, I was like, oh, crap, how do I answer this? I don't want to be held in here longer for, you know, for faking, <laughs> even though she knows the plan. <laughs> I said, am I, not, am I in outer space? Because it looked, you know, very futuristic there in the oh hospital. Oh, my gosh. 
and and the, this is the worst cafeteria I've ever been in. Exactly. <laughs> and my uh, wife, yeah. my wife says, "Like, oh, give me a break." I was like, yeah. "Wow, after thirty years, I can't fool her." Finally. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, if if you guys are holding back from not having a colonoscopy because of either the anesthesia, if you've never had it before, like me, it was absolutely wonderful. Nothing afterwards. I mean, I could have driven the vehicle. I wasn't supposed to do anything like that, but right. I could have driven the vehicle home. It was just, wow. it was, I mean, just a, a, a nice a nap. And who doesn't like uh, a nice nap? It was a breeze, as you said. Woohoo. Well, there was breezing, uh, I was told. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I understand why they put the pad down there now, too, after taking yes. all that medication. Of course. <laughs> Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Well, and I'm sure here in the future we're going to all find out all the gory details about what's inside Tony's ass. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I told him to look for a turkey bone, which they thought was hilarious. <laughs> you guys know the old adage, what's in a name? Often like, what's in Tony's ass? Uh, but, uh, well, Jeep has just answered that question with a price tag. If you've ever been fo- if you been following Jeep news recently, you've probably heard about the two pseudo-concept vehicles Jeep unveiled back in September. Now, these two new fully electric Jeeps are allegedly actually preview vehicles that are going on sale in the 2024 model year. The first of which is the underdog in the group, and I think this is purposefully being underrated. But that's a conspiracy theory discussion that we can explore in another conversation. Now, the Recon is a Wrangler-inspired, off-road-focused Jeep, appealing to those who want the capabilities, customizability, and freedoms of a Wrang- uh, that the Wrangler affords, all while being at a lower price point, a.k.a. more affordable. Now, I like the idea of this Jeep, and I think if, and that is a big if, the aftermarket steps up, the Recon has some serious potential. And that's not to say that JPP, Jeep Performance Parts, doesn't already have a whole plethora of items to that end already to, ready to go to market. But the other release is being called the Wagoneer S, and it is this vehicle specifically that has the focus of this story. The all-new electric Wagoneer variant is designed more for the asphalt jungle, than you will, than you, if you will, than the jungle with trails and rocks. It's slated to be a street-smart performance SUV and is said to debut with a 600-horsepower powertrain and a driving range of 400 miles in between charges. Wow. However, while it has been positioned to be a part of Jeep's new Wagoneer sub-brand, which currently includes the full-size Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer, the S name... It's just a placeholder. Ooh, the plot thickens. Yep, I'm as surprised as you are since Jeep already has a history of using the letter S for subtrims. But here's where things get real interesting. Jeep is now asking fans, that's you listening to this right now, for suggestions on what to replace that S with in an online contest. And check this out. The winner will be getting a week-long vacation for four to the Jackson Hole Mountain Resort in Wyoming worth $40,000. That's a hell of a vacation, if you ask me. The rest of the names will be put into a hat and pulled out at random over the next 30 years as Jeep releases new vehicles and can't regurgitate old name badges. (laughs) I'm kidding, of course, but but still. There are, of course, rules to this contest, like the contest is only open to U.S. residents that are at least 18 years old, except for Alabama and Nebraska, where it is restricted to 19. And for all of you in Mississippi, you've got to be 21 or older due to local regulations. Outside of that, the name you submit for the electric Jeep uh, Wagoneer must be 50 characters or less and should be in good taste if you don't want your submission to be completely ignored, that is. 
So, names like the Jeep Shitbox or the Shaggin' Wagon should probably be skipped. So should names like Mommy Missile, Mothership, and although I see nothing wrong with it, names like the Jeep Pant Panty Dropper should also probably be avoided. If more than one person does suggest uh, the same name, whoever was first to enter will be the winner. I've already submitted my pick for this electric Jeep. I'm going to call it the Shocker. Yeah, I said it. We'll have the link to you, for you to enter, and we'll encourage you all to uh, call into our 24-7 voicemail line as well and give us your best suggestion, even if it has zero chance of getting picked. Hey, bonus points for vulgarity and creativity. Oh, my gosh. So, Josh, you had you had no idea I was going to be talking about the colonoscopy that I had uh, here on the show tonight, correct? No, it wasn't I, in the no, show I, notes. Yes. I, didn't, so, I knew that I, I think there was something in the back of my head that rings a bell that you might have mentioned something about this coming up, the colonoscopy that was, but I didn't know when or if it had already happened or any of that stuff. So, well, yeah. it's, it's such a coincidence that you mentioned Jackson Hole. Uh, and had that oh, story in it. <laughs> really? <laughs> We're going to come back to that? <laughs> this is a family show, people, just in case you're listening for the first time. There's holes I, in families, is, I'm just going to say. Yes, this is actually normal, by the way. So there you, you gravitate go. Gravitate back to Jackson Hole and not Shitbox. Okay. <laughs> well, and actually, to be honest, I've, I've been to Jackson Hole. I know that area is sort of beautiful, but there are, it's very interesting. So Shitbox also kind of fits well. <laughs> oh, she went there. I was wondering. <laughs> I had to oh my gosh but forty thousand for a week i really want to know what that's like because that would just be what I mean, how much is a get? room there per night christ well a week long so that's what seven days probably six nights for four even if you divide that by four that's ten thousand a piece are you kidding me yeah, seriously that i mean please that tell us what that means yeah i i gotta know more details so uh yeah I'm, we'll have a link for you guys you just gotta go check it out I've I've heard of these high end call girls getting uh, lots of money, so I don't know. Maybe that's uh, why this place is uh, Jackson Hole. Well, is that way. listen, th this is what I think we need to do: is we need to put our our thinking caps together. We need to come up with a really good suggestion, and then we can actually record the Jeep Talk Show at that resort. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, you it's know. it's already one third there with the S JTS, so that's <laughs> what it should be, and let's replace that S with uh, the JTS, and there you go. There you go. Have it. All right. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, Jeep does just keep winning awards left, right, and sideways. And we've talked about all kinds of different Jeeps uh, being one of like the most awarded SUVs on the planet. Well, it was just announced earlier this week that the Jeep brand has been selected for the Best of What's New Award in the automotive category from Popular Science Magazine for this year. The Uconnect 5 infotainment system by Jeep was singled out for recognition because it puts the passenger in command of much of the vehicle's cutting-edge technology. Popular Science wrote, In the Jeep Wagoneer, for instance, all the fun is in the passenger seat, and having all that access and control won't distract the driver, either, and that's one of the big parts of this. The Uconnect 5 infotainment system can run up to eight independent displays, including an industry-first 10.3-inch touchscreen built into the passenger-side dashboard. To reduce distraction, Jeep not only has angled the display towards the passenger slightly, but also phased the display so it, it is only a faint glow to the driver while still looking bright to the passenger. A person can connect an Xbox to the HDMI port, stream shows with the built-in Amazon Fire TV, and set the navigation system along a whole host of other functions with more on the way. Enough to keep anybody busy for any length of road trip, if you ask me. 
Popular Science's Best of What's New Awards celebrate the most exciting and groundbreaking innovations of the year, highlighting revolutionary in inventions, helping to improve our daily lives and society and our planet. So hats off for Jeep for winning this year's award. You know, I think this is a really amazing award, by the way, but I just have a comment to make. And I think, what did you say it was? So enough to keep anyone busy for any length of road trip. Are we missing the point here? I mean, aren't you supposed to be out enjoying nature and the journey and the whole process? Not I watching mean, some movie? When it's at night and you can't really see the world's biggest ball of yarn on the side of the road. I mean, well, I suppose. Okay, fine. And road trips do happen sometimes at night as well. You depending well, on how far you got to drive and how much you want to try and do all in one stint. I mean, hell, with this kind of a truck, all the thing you're missing is a bathroom. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I, I know today's kids, they all have their little videos in the back of the headrests and all that stuff. But as a kid, Josh, you probably know, and same with you, Tony, when we traveled, we, we just had each other. We played Slugbug and Oh, yeah, you had to make up games along the yes, way. Yes, you know, and we did. You know, I Spy yeah. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Yes, How'd that you? one, Slugbug, <laughs> of course. Uh, I played tic-tac-toe, but I was uh, an only child, so it was. Uh, I, could, I always saw the uh, strategy coming. For me, it was always uh, can can you get the can you get the big rig driver to honk his horn? Oh yeah, yes, it was amazingly easy, especially yeah. in the school bus. Yeah, good old days. Well, Jeeper, do you have a news tip? Do you have a response to this story or any one of the stories that you've heard on This Week in Jeep? Be sure to let us know what you have to say, and you can do it by phone or by email even. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You'll find all the different ways that you can reach out to each and every one of us here on the show. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. We've got something for everybody at the 4x4radionetwork.com website. The On the Trail podcast, Trail Chasers, the Center Steer podcast, the 4x4 podcast, and of course, even the Jeep Talk Show is there as well. Lots of great off-road shows. It's all for free. And it's all at the number 4, the letter X, the number 4, and radionetwork.com. That's 4x4radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. What? Where's the noob? Noob! 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 Hey, newbie! Noobie! Noob Nugget. It's time for Newbie Nuggets. Well, I don't know about you, but this time of the year, I can't wait to get all of my decorations and decorate the Christmas tree. I think about all the Hallmark movies I've seen where they go out to the forest and cut down their very own tree. Now, as a kid, we went to a tree lot and found one we liked and then brought it home. Do you live someplace where cutting your very own tree is possible? I would love that experience of cutting down our own tree. Now, I know here in Southern California, it's a felony if you cut down a tree in the forest, and it may be the same for most of our state. Now, Josh, <laughs> exactly. And Josh lives in Oregon, and he says all you need is a $5 permit from a ranger station and follow a few simple rules like can't be a protected species or within 100 feet of a stream, and it can't be more than 15 feet tall. There are lots of other rules that you have to follow as well. Do you know what your state or county rules are? The fines could be huge, so make sure you check before you go and plan that Hallmark moment with a loved one or your kids, and it turns into a Grinch of a time. I'm kind of thinking like Chevy Chase and a Christmas vacation. Absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, there are some other things to consider if, if you get to cut down your own tree. What type of equipment do you need? Is it a hacksaw, a chainsaw, or an axe? What will it take to cut the tree down? Probably not as easy as it looks. What about gloves and additional clothing? There is more than likely snow on the ground. Do you have the right shoes or boots for walking in deep snow? And a change of clothing might be in order. 
all that sap after cutting and handling the tree can get all over your clothing, not to mention it sticks to everything. And once you cut the tree down, how will you get it back to the Jeep? In most forests, you don't get to park at the tree and simply cut it down. You'll have to hike in the forest and find your tree. I guess a winch or maybe a toe strap? Perhaps you should just carry your entire recovery bag with you. You never know what you might need out there. I don't know about your bag, but mine is very heavy with gear that I wouldn't want to carry very far. Now, if you're dragging the tree back to the Jeep, are you in shape for that? Maybe practice pulling a tractor tire a few months in advance to get you in shape. You know, trees have branches and limbs that don't like to be dragged on the ground. They'll catch on every little rock, root, and obstacle along the way. Now, once you cut the tree down and you're ready to head to the Jeep, <laughs> did you remember where you parked? Yeah, this is a real thing. People get lost in the forest all the time. Do you have a radio on hand to keep get help if needed? Did you leave breadcrumbs on the trail so you could find your way back only to discover the critters ate them all? More than likely, you'll be foraging your own trail to find that perfect tree. The forest path probably isn't marked, so you may need a compass, GPS, or some way to find your way back. Trust me, once you get all excited about finding that perfect tree, you will forget which way you came from. Figure out how to get back to the Jeep ahead of time. Now, once you get back to the tree, back to the Jeep, how will you get it home? If it's a small tree, I guess you could put it inside the Jeep. But did you bring a sheet or plastic tarp so the sap doesn't destroy the insides? Most listeners right now are saying, no, I'll just put it on the roof like I see them do in the Hallmark movies. Really? Have you tried to put anything on your roof? And it's a tree. Not like it's going to slip right up there on its own. You need a buddy or two or three. Oh, if you do this, please video it and share it on the JeepTalkShow.com so that yes, we can please. see all you're attempting to get that tree up on the roof. You might go viral and we can all use some comedy relief. Now, once you get the tree on the roof, how will you secure it? Did you bring rope, bungees, or tie-downs? Plan for doubling whatever you think you'll need. There'll be limbs sticking out everywhere. Now, once you're off the dirt, you probably need to air up the tires. Did you tie down the tree to the back of the Jeep or the passenger doors and now you can't open the back door to get your compressor? <laughs> just, just a thought before you tie everything down. Now, once you get home, ask your kid's wife or significant other to get the tree off the Jeep and put it up and decorate it. After all, you went to the forest, you found it, you got lost, you found your Jeep, you hurled that darn thing up on the Jeep and then limped home because you couldn't air up the tires. Well, as for me and Bill, we will go to the Christmas tree lot and select a tree this year, or maybe we'll just pull the old plastic one out of the box and go with that. It's just not quite the same as the smell of a real fresh tree. Enjoy the season, be safe out there, and if you're lucky enough to go to a forested area and cut down your own tree, know the laws, remember where you parked, and enjoy the process. You are very lucky. Ah, oh, the thoughts of Christmas when you cut down your own Christmas tree nestled in my head. Oh, so, I just I just like woodworking. You know, the smell of cutting wood oh, is absolutely. just wonderful. I, and a pine tree, good lord, it's 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 like one of those little things you hang on your mirror to scent your vehicle. No, it's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh and Tony, have you guys ever cut down your Christmas tree? I'm not sure that you have that opportunity in Texas, Tony, but Josh probably does. Yeah, I've uh, I've gone and, and paid the uh, the the ranger fee and, and got my permit and gone up and and uh, and gotten a, a Christmas tree a couple few times. So once it was you know I didn't really want to hike that far to where you could get some good selection. 
Um, and so it brought back more or less what was the equivalent of a uh, Charlie Brown. I was going to say, was it a Charlie Brown tree? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, a little bit it. better than that, but but still nonetheless. Then there was that, that time when there wasn't a whole lot of snow on the ground and it drug the tree back. And, uh, and then realized that by the time we got back to the Jeep and had drug the tree all that far, it kind of created a bald side on one side of the tree. <laughs> and it's oh, a you got to rotate. You got to rotate. It's going to go against the wall or in the corner Love this it. year. We're not going to go back and go get another tree. So, yeah. That's the <laughs> Man, I see but, a reason uh, for buying a four-wheeler and a trailer and all kinds of things well, for this there one. there you go. For this that's outing. Is, is I've been <laughs> out with people who are very well equipped for this. They've got sleds. They've got the right saws and everything. Sure. And, and, you know, it's they got the thermos with the, the, the hot, you know, the hot cocoa. <laughs> They're I mean, cutting they holes in the ice, doing some fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like it's like okay i i clearly you know this isn't for me every year um i hell i'm still i've been using the same uh well, i've got a plastic christmas tree too that i've been using for years so uh but nonetheless th- this isn't an, it's an awesome experience you're definitely going to make some memories no matter what and years down the way um you're going to come back and and you're going to you're going to reminisce on these and on these experiences you may even have some funny stories to tell as well um, so if, uh, like, like Wendy said, if you're in a state where you can go out and cut your, cut down your own Christmas tree, you, you're blessed. Count, I mean, you, you're so lucky, uh, yes. get out there and do it. If you haven't already, and you have the ability to uh, this year, make it, make it the year to do it. Yeah. So I it never was, even thought about this other than just seeing it in the movies, you know, with our already reference to uh, Clark cutting down his own tree. And I was thinking how much, uh, how much better it would have been for Clark if he was in a Jeep and had a winch. So instead exactly. of having to tow that thing out of there, the winch would have done a lot more of the work and probably could have helped getting it got, uh, getting it on top of the station wagon. Uh, I was curious about this. I mean, it, it makes sense, but we never did anything like this. I never thought about it. And uh, so I did a, a quick search here on Google. And in Harris County, the county that I live in, uh, there is a, uh, a place called High Star Christmas Trees. And it's Christmas trees you choose, uh, you cut, uh, and they have hay rides, picnic area, wreaths, Ooh. refreshments. Uh, they take credit cards. They have a gift shop. Uh, and Santa yeah, visits. And they, you can take photos with Santa. Yeah, that's going to be like your your uh, pumpkin patch uh, equivalent that's what I'm thinking. of Christmas. Exactly. You know? So yeah. it's it's a Christmas tree farm is, is what that is. It is. It's basically just a farm. You go there. And so you're not going to have quite the same experience no, no. because nope. it's going to be kind of like fishing out of a out of a out of a trout farm you know or going, yeah, to, ba- exactly. going to bass pro and jumping easy. into the big tank and uh, grabbing <laughs> you know, fish for your you teeth know. yeah yeah you're gonna and have cletus you're gonna have cletus over here who's got the tractor he's gonna drag that back that tree back to the they're gonna actually okay. gonna run it through a machine where they're gonna tie you know twine it all up the thing's gonna be as big yes. as a basketball for you all you gotta do is like <laughs> cut one wire and, and it'll pop open for you and yeah and so it's like and you know christmas good. on demand so uh, so if you're yeah. if you're uh, if curious about the prices on these things a four to five foot tree is thirty dollars a five and a half to six is 44 a six and a half to a seven would be 54 that's probably what size we would get and uh, you can go all the way up to ten and a half uh, and up is 150 bucks so i guess it all depends on the size uh, the size tree but man what a great thing to do with the kids at least once you know i agree oh for sure yeah for sure even if you're going to the Christmas tree farm as well. Now, I, if I may, Wendy, yes, uh, Tony, please. I will kind of uh, uh, give a couple of pro tips. Yes, um, you know, <laughs> although the tree may be seem more aerodynamic with the top of the Christmas tree pointing forward, 
you're not going to want to you're not going to want to do that she's going to be all flared out at that point yeah, yeah. two yeah, miles down the road road. people are going where the hell are all these pine needles coming from <laughs> 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 so the trunk goes towards the front of the jeep yes. uh this will help push the branches up towards the top it'll, it'll kind of the, the bigger branches in the bottom will help protect the rest of the tree uh all that sort of stuff and 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 so it'll it'll just be a lot easier also for all of you Jeepers out there who don't have a roof rack, you need to consider that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Branches are sharp and scratchy yes, they are. and things like that. They're also full of sap. All, mm-hmm. of the, all of which you don't want anywhere near the top of your Jeep, uh, especially if you're running a soft top year-round. So consider bringing a tarp, if nothing yep. else, to yep. fold up a couple few times mm-hmm. and stick underneath the tree between the tree and your, and your top. And you also don't have any tie-down points, and so you're going to have to get creative there. <laughs> so bring yourself a roll of twine. Yes. The, you know, a couple of bungee cords are not going to cut No, it. they're no. not going to work. Have, you you know, want to wrap this I mean, thing up, I mean, as much like as possible. 100, 100 feet of, of you know, 511 cord, you know, something like that. I mean, whatever it takes. Yeah. You know, and, and you're so. going to save be saving the tree uh, how well it looks in the house. And if you've gone to all this trouble, you definitely yeah. want it to not make uh, comments about well I really didn't know what I was doing that's why we have these bald spots and uh, we just put more tinsel in there and you know <laughs> yeah, right it was funny when I put this together uh, it was Josh's suggestion by the way thank you Josh for the topic oh, oh um, no problem but when I was kind of putting it together I was laughing about just the visual of somebody finally dragging the damn tree I'm going to say damn tree because that's about how you would feel oh, back right. to the jeep right and then you're thinking how the heck am I going to get that up on that Jeep? And just the whole theory of it. And I could just see, because I probably would do this myself. I got it all tied down. Every branch is taken care of and get off the dirt and go, oh, crap. I can't open the back. I know that would happen. I just think it'd be hilarious. So yeah. anyway, hopefully somebody got some funny out of this. Great idea. <laughs> so, well, do you have any thoughts or opinions? Do you want to send us a, some video of you trying to cut down the tree and how that goes? We would love to see it and hear from you. So go ahead and uh, give us some topics or suggestions for other newbie nuggets. And you can also find us on YouTube at Trails411 with great content, with tips, tricks, and techniques. Hey, guys, Bob, two cheap Jeep guys. You guys were talking about white vinegar for cleaning on the episode I just listened to. Another trick is baking soda. Sprinkle it over your seats and your carpet uh, and then let it sit for a day and vacuum it up. That'll help pull a lot of the odors out. You can even put a dish with some baking soda in your vehicle if you're going to leave it stored for a while. And I just want to note, I never touched Chuck's cowboy hat. (laughs) I know better than to mess with a cowboy's hat. Oh, boy. All right, have a good one, guys. And, and Bob while can reach it. So that's while that, he's away. Oh, that's that was, you know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I, it, it occurred to me when Bob called this in uh, that uh, this would make an excellent Caucasian rapper name. White vinegar. White vinegar. <laughs> God. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I forget what episode that was. That was a couple episodes back that uh, we were talking about cleaning. Uh, yeah, I wish I could like, reference that because that was a number of episodes back, and I think Thanksgiving was in between there too. Oh, and so, yeah. Just, yeah, there's too much water under turkey the turkey coma. Ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody said turkey. I had to play it. <laughs> Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? 
What a, what a great drinking game. It just dawned on me uh, that uh, anytime somebody says uh, Thanksgiving or turkey, I have to play that. Even if I miss it, I put it in post. What do you think? Sounds like a plan <laughs> for the next two weeks, I guess. So there's a theory that you guys don't really hate the turkey gobble that you're just no. playing along. And, Correct. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Josh is saying, no, I hate it. Yeah, he's no, I, I've had my fill. <laughs> It's been 12 years, right? 11 years, 12 years? Seriously, that's like I'm saying. (laughs) That's an old one, though, isn't it? We've used that one for a long time. So, Josh, you may remember this. Uh, I learned the hard way about rock sliders on my 1998 uh, Jeep Cherokee XJ. Do you you recall the story? I don't remember Uh, if we were doing the... Yeah, because that was very early on in your XJ's ownership, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, definitely early in the modification of it, uh, which, which was probably... Gosh, I, I'm now I'm brain farting. Uh, but the the big hurricane that uh, threatened us was the reason why I started the build process. Oh, and I forgot the name of of that one. It was uh, well, Rita was the one that Har- Har- Harvey. No, no, Rita was the one that threatened us. But the one right before that that decimated New Orleans. Uh, that's the one I'm having trouble trouble remembering. And that was only a couple of weeks prior to uh, Rita, which got to be a, a cat, category five. Uh, and uh, but anyway, I I started building it then, so it would, would have been after those hurricanes which i think was 2005 so anyway early on certainly early on and uh, oh that and that would be a few years before the show uh started because the show started in 2010 at any rate um i i did the the rear bumper i did the front bumper and uh rock sliders was the absolute last thing uh for armor on the uh, on the xj and i was told uh you know a lot of people on the xjtalk.com website uh local to the area they were saying hey can you know, bring the xj out let's go take it off road and i went well i i don't have any sliders on there i want to get some sliders i don't want to damage my rockers and they said oh just come on to creekside which is just a park in the the houston area it's and it's not much of a park it's more of a a place where they drill for oil and uh, they allow you to to go to go off road for you know a certain amount of money and they said, there's no rocks out there. It's mainly mud, trails. Uh, it's wooded. So it's fun to get out and do stuff. And I found the only submerged tree stump <laughs> at the park, or at least as far as we know. <laughs> and I really messed up uh, the, the rocker. It did not get into the door, but that, that one and a half inch, two inches yeah. of rocker uh, uh, panel uh, on the uh, on the XJ on the driver's side got uh, got messed up pretty well, so uh, it was a, a bit of uh, an effort. I, I had to buy one of those. What are those little things called that are like welders? But they you weld uh, these little pins on there, and then you can uh, take a, a slide uh, tool to to pull the pin, and then you just That's grind them off. Like a spot welder, or a, 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 a there may be a name for those. Yeah, things. it's but a specialty I mean, tool just for pulling yeah. the metal out. Right. So I did a lot of that. The first time I'd ever done anything like that. So it, it, there was a, bit, a fair amount of work. And then, then I covered it with some, uh, uh, some uh, aluminum panels uh, just to, you know, to make it look uh, more complete because I wasn't going to bond doing everything, uh, the thing. So anyway, getting the Gladiator, I knew that before I took it anywhere off-road, I wanted to get some uh, rock slider protection and wanted to make sure I got something that was substantial enough where it's not going to bend up into the the gladiator and yeah. uh, be able to take the hits. 
So uh, I did that. Was uh, was that something that you guys were, were very concerned about uh, for yours, Wendy? Did you uh, did it come with uh, sliders? Uh, I guess the Rubicon came with sliders. Yeah, but that's just standard cheapy ones. Rails. I suppose the yeah. Ruby rails. Yeah, no, we we upgraded pretty early with that. So we have the Genrite rock sliders. They're kind of like a boat slider. They actually have material that goes down to the skid plate underneath. So we're completely covered. Yeah, yeah. So it was something that, that you found very important. You and Bill found very, very important. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, especially in your area with all those rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and Josh, what did you do for, for uh, rock sliders on yours? Uh, on mine, I've got the uh, Warrior Products uh, rock crawler uh, uh, rock sliders. Uh, they have, uh, uh, they, they incorporate into the pinch seam, also into the, into the unibody of the XJ as well. So it's a double tie-in uh tapered ends on both ends but they also have an integrated top side only diamond plate step that goes uh that, go, that is built into them so it doesn't protrude out past the jeep like a um uh, like like those ugly hang down steps do oh uh, man the gives, worst but it, but it gives a little bit of of uh of a break to the to the design it's not like something what you see uh typically out out on the out on the trails uh, and, uh, uh, I don't know. I like them and I've, I've really put, put them through the test. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've stand behind, uh, stood behind and, and stood on my rock rails. Do you, how often, and this is an interesting thing. How often do you use the step? Well, so here's the thing with that, um, is that I have size 13 or 14 feet, depending on which <laughs> shoe manufacturer you, you, I'm going with. So, um, I'm trying to get my big ass Sasquatch feet up onto that onto that rail, and they don't protrude out past the body a whole lot. Right, so there's right. only right. like four inches there. If that, like yeah, a, that's like 14, ours. Fourteen, like I, I can get like a big toe, yeah, and, and like part of the other you know, toe on. There. I mean, that that's about it. So using the steps, it's more of a nicety and, and a second thought. Typically, I end up opening the door and and yep. stepping on the door jam because it's more of a solid purchase for my foot than than what is hanging out past the jeep body with that with that slider so the only time that we've really used those steps if you will like josh is right they're like four inches are stick out um not past the body is when we're in a rock situation and for some reason we've stopped the jeep had to get out and we realize that it's a long way down in other words, you're perched maybe between two rocks and there's nothing to, to step up on. So you're using the back tire and you're yeah. using a step there. And then you put a foot on the rail for a slight moment just to get yourself back to the front so that you can actually slip into the door. But that's I, we, we don't use the, the actual step as a true step probably ever other than that kind of a situation. Maybe when I'm washing the Jeep. I'm, oh yeah, maybe. Get to how, the yeah. Top? I, yeah. how often do yes. I do that? How often yeah, exactly. do I rock our chiefs? <laughs> Seriously, yeah, no. so, that, that would, that yeah, would be the one time, sure. <laughs> about the only other time. Yeah, I can see that. The reason why I ask is, I think a lot of people they see pictures on the on the internet of uh, of uh, what they think is are built rigs for off road, and they mm-hmm. see the steps because a lot of companies sell those. And they probably make a little extra money because of the additional uh, workmanship on the on the the sliders. Uh, but uh, there, there's two things you really have to watch out for. If it is, if you, I mean, if there's a medical need for you to have uh, a step, because that's a whole different story. But that, yeah, that's because you can't get into the Jeep without it. Yeah, but then, rock slide engineering makes those that actually the step comes down, it yeah. actually protrudes down, then goes back up. That's but it's a solid fine. plane. It's it's yes. all 
plane that comes up and goes down and, and it's, it's it's you know solid steel and so it's yep. it's designed for that but there's, so I'm did, serious, there's only like one or two companies that are doing this right so now. did yeah. you do you guys know that they sell skid plates for their rock sliders yeah, you mentioned that before when I had that segment. I wasn't sure like, if it like was a, like a universal type of thing, or is this a no, no for the, the the engineering? What what, what was the you name? You mean R- Rockslide Engineering? Yeah, Rockslide Engineering sells skid plates for that piece that sl- you, that drops down. But you don't need it. That is to me. Well, I it's on Don's Jeep, so we wheel with him all the time. He's always using them. We're in the rocks. He has used the rock sliders as a slider which is what they're built for. And, you know, he pivots and does all kinds of things and there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. I, so I, I don't, I, I don't I know why you would need a plate on top of that. That would actually, I think it's I a guess replacement it would, plate. I think it's, it's, well, oh. I was, I was told it was a skid plate so that you can protect that drop down part. But uh, the drop down is already protected. because I would think so too, in. but it's I was, all one piece. I was surprised they, they sold something like that. And to me, it was like, well, why am I getting this this hardcore thing if it can't take no, a hit? You, oh, you and, and, and talk about taking a hit, Josh. You actually had a problem with uh, with your slider when it took the weight of the XJ on it one time, right? Yeah, you did I did. It was, it was about a four-foot drop with oh. all full vehicle weight <laughs> down onto the uh, – down onto, I mean, it might have been three feet. I mean, but still, it was a substantial drop. Better. Yeah. A, a substantial a drop with, with, you know, all of the vehicle weight. I mean, right in the middle. Right in the effing middle. So yeah, of course it it took a, it took a big dent. Now it didn't dent up to the point of where it came into the body, or you know it oh, had good. any body damage or anything like that. But nonetheless, it was well. There's a taco rock slider, you know. Mm-hmm. So it it had to be dealt with. Uh, so came home, pulled it off immediately, contacted Warrior Products, um, and and told them about the situation. Told them who I was. Uh, worked in a a, a uh, an interview uh, with Warrior Products as well uh, for the show. And uh, I got a tour of the facility and everything else like that. Uh, it was a great time. They uh, they warrantied out the, uh, the the slider, gave me a brand spanking new one. Um, said if I had any problems, let them know. And uh, of nice. course, it fit up exactly like the old one did. Everything bolted right up. It was it was a perfect fit. And I haven't had any issues since. That's great. So anyway, the steps aren't a bad idea. It just depends on what you're doing, where the steps are. And and I've learned, and the, really the whole reason for this is not to, to beat up on people with steps, Is uh, but I've learned by going off-road more that I've actually seen, uh, I mean, Greg from Underground Graphics, uh, uh, which he's, by the way, I, I found out here recently, he's removing those those the uh, bits that hang down off of his rock sliders. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the whole, the whole rock slider, actually. Uh, that I give him a hard time about that, uh, but I watched him go on uh, obstacles that uh, they were telling me I probably should bypass, and he didn't get hung up on any of them out there at Hidden Falls. Well, it just depends. I mean, you're talking sidesteps like a Tacoma truck usually has those big, heavy steel, maybe they're aluminum, but steel steps, mm-hmm. and it's like one per door kind of a deal. Right. Um, yeah. You know, that the vehicle's already not lifted like a regular Jeep is going to do. So, of course, they're, they're going to get hung up. Um, but when you see a Jeep that has actual steps that are protruding that don't retract like the rock slide engineering, you have to wonder how much wheeling they're doing in the rocks. I mean, we, we did the Jeep Talk Show event here. We were all on rocks. And I can tell you, if you had those permanent steps that just hung down... We, we could have easily taken any of those off for anybody. I mean, I it's so easy to do. <laughs> sad, sad to say that, but it's easy to do that. So to me, I don't see the benefit of that when you have something like Rockslide Engineering and probably other companies out there who make that where it retracts down. And 
they're fabulous. So if you have a hard time getting into your Jeep and you need a lift like that, you, you've got it maybe lifted and you need you know, bigger tires and you just need an extra step, um, that's where I would go rather than those permanent steps because otherwise, unless you are not doing the kind of rock crawling that we're doing, then you don't, it doesn't matter what you put on them. Yeah, and that's kind of my point is, is that if you're not planning on doing, uh, and, and Wendy, correct me on this, if you're not planning on doing uh, rocks that are uh, two or three feet tall, and and they they would go perfectly in between the front and, and rear wheel. You really don't have to worry about uh, side steps. I mean, if you're no, doing I minor you do rocks have, and stuff, and I think you do have to worry because sometimes okay, people people don't pick the right line. And terrain is not even, by the way. It doesn't come perfectly flat with just oh hey, there's a rock in the road. There's going to be you know dents and ditches and things on the other sides of that. So what happens is the vehicle gets off kilter a little bit maybe a tire goes down deeper and before you know it you're on your rock slider or you're on those steps um we had a, a vehicle that had those steps on a medium run medium by the end of the run we had three of them of the four off oh geez <laughs> it was it was nothing that they did wrong the driver didn't do anything wrong it's the fact that the terrain just yeah. it just happened so you have to also decide what kind of wheeling you're going to do before you invest in those hard sidesteps. And I'm sorry if there's companies out there who sell them, they look cool on some of the Jeeps. But I think if you're going to do the wheeling like Josh and I do, where we're into stuff, um, even medium uh, uh, trails, you really should think about just getting a really good quality rock slider that doesn't have the steps down. And if you need steps, then find a company that has them retract because they're just going to save yourself Time later on. Maybe one of those little collapsible uh, stepping stools that you can... Uh, I, I've actually seen people do that. It's yeah. like they already have their rock sliders. They don't want to spend the money because you know rock slide engineering is not uh, cheap. You know. Uh, and I've seen this several times on Jeeps uh, up here in the Northwest. Chain. Oh, they yeah. They weld a length that, you know, we're talking 18, 20 inches right. of chain. So it creates, mm -hmm. a, you know, an 8 or a 10 inch loop, you know, they're about... Like a, like a stirrup? And, and it, yeah, and you can drag the chain over. It's welded up to the you know the underside of the backside yeah. of the of the step or whatever. So, it, it, you know, so it doesn't really matter what happens to that chain. Mm -hmm. You know, you can drag it through the mud. You can drag it over rocks. I mean, it's it's likely not going to get stuck on anything. Likely, likely. I don't think it's a good idea personally. <laughs> uh, with, yeah. with so many with as much trees up here on the trails, with as much roots that you've got to climb over, oh, under, through, man. around, and all I that stuff. I see hanging up on stuff. Much easily, yeah, too easy for that chain to get hooked up on a on a root hook or something like that and, and mm -hmm. just stop your progress completely. Um, so, it, I, although it seems to be uh, gaining popularity up here in the Northwest, um, it, it is an option if you're into fabricating, uh, something you need a step, uh, but mm -hmm. you don't want to, uh, you know, to fork out, you know, 2000 bucks for a set of rock sliders with yeah. you know, track steps in them. Uh, that might be an option for you without uh, getting something that's going to hang up on, uh, hang up on every obstacle you, you go over. Well, I've also seen people that have lifted Jeeps that, that need a step. They fabricate or they get a little step stool, if you will. Um, pretty simple and then they have a like a chain or a rope attached to it so once they're in the jeep they can just simply pull it up and it's not you know someone doesn't have to pick it up for them mm -hmm. so well the same thing with the, the, the foldable step you could do the same yeah. thing with uh, yeah. a cord that you just hold yeah. onto it pull up the center and it folds up and you mm -hmm. stick it uh, behind the seat uh but anyway the my, my point is is that yes you can have uh side steps and take your jeep off road 
then it, you know, always depends on how much lift and the size of the tires and all that stuff because it's all a distance thing between you and the obstacle. But my recommendation is always that if you can get in and out of your Jeep without having to have a step, that's the best way to go. I think you're going to get more strength overall in something that is designed to be only a rock slider, not something that's a transformer that turns into you know two different things. Uh, and uh, just get the best quality, thickest uh, rock slider that you can get, and you're going to have years of trouble-free performance out of it, unless you do a four-foot drop like Josh. Well, <laughs> stop showing off, Josh. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've listened to you guys free for, I don't know, years now, and I figure I'd time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out, and, and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes, you know? Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on, because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you, why shouldn't you give back just a little bit you know i have something to say about continuing on and how you can help uh, the jeep talk show continue on of course you can become a paid subscriber uh, which we really appreciate Uh, but we're doing something new uh, on our discord server and if you're not aware of our discord server i don't know who you've been listening to because we talk about it constantly Uh, but the discord server is like a 24 by 7 uh, chat uh, texting chat type server uh, that you can get on, and uh, if you'd like to join us, just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and uh, not only can you see how to become a paid subscriber, you can uh, uh, use the the link, uh, the invitation to our Discord server. But anyway, there is a new uh, chat area on our Discord server that has a bunch of Jeep Talk Show ads, if you will. They're uh, non-moving images, static images, that you can help the Jeep Talk Show promote it, uh, help promote the show by using those static images uh, in that area to uh, to your social media. And, and if you wouldn't mind, uh, take a moment. Uh, once you get onto the Discord server, maybe you're already there now, go to Social Media Share, uh, the text channel Social Media Share, and you'll see lots of little uh, images that have been put there that you can uh, copy to your phone or your desktop and then post on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, the Tic Tac, uh, any of those. I guess you could do it on Pinterest if you're a Pinterest subscriber. And uh, please use the hashtags, hashtag Jeep Talk Show and hashtag giveaways. Because, uh, well, when you use the hashtag Jeep Talk Show, uh, we have a, a decent chance of uh, seeing your post and uh, liking it and saying thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Tony. The, the, that little elf child image you had on there. <laughs> I think that's I, wonderful. Christ, man. I've got nightmares of that kid. It, 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 like looking into your soul. It's Talking about <laughs> elf on a shelf being a demon child. This thing is a whole new level of spawn. I, I don't know what the hell you got to come up with that image, but that is just not right, man. I, you need to remove that one. Oh, that's a wonderful photo. It's a great elfing, uh, elfin, <laughs> elfin, <Which>? elfin <laughs> child. I, wait a minute. I think I've missed the photo. What are we talking about here? Oh, well, you got to go over there to the uh, the, the Discord oh, server. Oh, Discord. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll see that uh, that special area, uh, the uh, yeah, no, social was, media share. Yeah, I've seen some of those pictures. It's kind of strange. In fact, I got quite a bit of... Uh, interesting comment when you posted about my newbie nugget segment there was a woman with black hair everybody's like what the heck happened to her (laughs) i was confused by that because it didn't say anything about that being you that was a female listener listening to newbie nuggets 
the way it was written, it looked like, hey, listen to this chick. She's pretty cool. But that <laughs> was not me. That was funny. <laughs> well, doesn't matter. You know what mattered? We got actual responses from oh, it. Oh, so yeah. It yeah, exactly. That's, That's the way I was mattered. looking at it. But I was, yeah. uh, I was concerned because I certainly wasn't trying to uh, uh, derail anybody from uh, the Wendy train. No, I was just like, wow, I guess I've changed my look. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and flannel. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I was just calling in to let you know that in the spirit of Giving Tuesday, I decided to become a paid subscriber. And Yay! even though I'm no longer a rat bastard, I'm still a cheap bastard. So I got the basic subscription. So Josh, right. quit crying that no one buys it. <laughs> anyway, Somebody finally keep up the good me. work. See you later. <laughs> Josh, you've been redeemed. Yay. I've been chosen. Oh, <laughs> no. it's, it's all good now. It's, it's going to be good. a good December I for you, Josh. It's going to be happy good. Jeep. <laughs> now I have to take some of the ownership of that uh, that complaining oh, because I was man. the one that always brought it up. Josh never yeah, brought it up, so I know. Still, <laughs> Alexa, ask the Jeep Talk Show to play the latest episode. Welcome. You can listen to all the episodes of Jeep Talk Show, a Jeep podcast, including new episodes as they are released. For now, you'll start with the most recent episode, but you can change by skipping forward or backward. You can even say how many episodes you'd like to skip. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I'm calling to tell you guys I've got a little bit of a legal problem. It seems the other day when I was driving down the road and making some nice, delicious waffles, I ran into the back of an elderly couple in a motorhome. Oh, no. And I ran straight through the back of it into the kitchen area. <laughs> Yeah, not only was I charged with reckless driving, I was also charged with uh, breaking and entering and trespassing. Oh, God. Well, that's not why I'm calling. Of course not. I'm calling to ask, have you heard the saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out that's not the proper way to tell somebody they've been adopted. Oh, All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. And have a good one. Bye. I'll just, say, I'll just say that there's a lot of people out there going, too soon, too soon. Yes, way too soon. Oh, my goodness. It's funny he, he mentions that because I, I think I actually I used that that frame, like one, one Jeeper's junk is another Jeeper's treasure, you know, something like that. But I was I was making a, a dump run from uh, one of our job sites today, uh, earlier this week, actually, and, and uh, there was a bright red two and a half gallon air compressor tank sitting in the metal scrap pile over there and i was just like can i yes can, can i have that <laughs> can, I, can i go get that because there was nothing i mean it was it was basically a a full intact compressor that somebody oh. just threw away i gave Gosh. two flying f's about you know what was on top of the tank i wanted the tank yeah, you know, I, I, there's there's been coming. Uh, there's some times where I've needed a a portable source of air uh, out at the shop, and and I don't want to unhook the the 35 50 gallon air 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 tank, wheel that thing clear over to the other side, you know, or across the lot and and over to the other side of the yard where I got to you know blow something off or whatever. No, no, this would have completely fit the bill. But so, so when you say would, one man's junk is another man's treasure. Well, wait no, a minute, did you? Of course, you? they wouldn't let me take it. Why Aww. not? Because there's there's some sort of a policy or rule you're, or some you're helping you're that, helping not right? fill this. Right, and, and, and the thing is, is this place is named uh, ECR Environmentally Conscious Recycling oh, is is what they do, and real. I'm like yeah. I, I'm here to re- reduce, reuse, and recycle. Yes, I am, I'm like 
in your guys' mantra right here, all I want to do is take that home with me. Sorry, sir, we can't let you take that. Oh, man. Fine. That's, that's so, what you get for asking. So yeah. being in Oregon, you just need to get 35 friends, start a riot, and then take whatever you like. And they'll never say anything or do anything about it. Yeah, what are you going to do? Storm the gates. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Hey, guys, this is George. I've called in a few times, uh, most recently about California. Anyway, I listened to your episode on the Element Fire Extinguisher, which I think are awesome. I've had one in um, my Jeep for a while, and I ended up uh, using your discount code. I was already thinking about buying a bunch for each of our vehicles. We have three Jeeps in the family. Um, so I actually bought five using your discount code, which was awesome. I've got a 100 second unit for my kitchen and 100 second unit in my garage and the rest of the vehicles will have the 50 second versions. And I bought an extra one and, um, my buddy is a fire captain and we're going to go actually test it at his house, light it off on a couple different types of things and see how it works. So I'll send you a link to that video. If you're interested, you could watch it. But anyway, thanks for having Element on. Uh, I really like these things, how small they are. They don't expire, and they're not going to put a hole in your head if you uh, flip and they come out of your bracket. So keep up the good work, and I'll send you that link. Talk to you later. Bye. And uh, apparently, uh, Jay Leno purchased uh, a bunch of them oh. for his, uh, his uh, car vehicle uh, storage area. Did he, did he really though? Oh yes, he did. Oh wow! No, no, yeah. it's it's in the interview. You need to listen to the interview. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that interview. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, the the. Wait, you have interviews? What it was uh, yeah. It was actually something that uh, Robert uh, of Element Fire offered to Jay because you know he was on uh, Jay Leno's uh, show, Jay Leno's Garage. And uh, Jay says, no, no, I can, I can buy my own. Of course he can. But uh, he declined it. But uh, I, I did hear that uh, Robert gave him, uh, gave him out to the staff, uh, the crew. Oh, that's uh, there. cool. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. So that was, uh, that was really nice of him. And, of course, it's good for them to get, out, get it out there. Yep. I wanted to call in and thank Tony for calling me out on the show. This is Jim from Dallas for, for calling me on the show for not being around. They don't even call me a volunteer. Don't expect me to show up every week. No, actually, I've been trying to get on, but it seems every week something happens on Tuesday. I just can't get to this silly call. Drives me absolutely nuts. Uh, I'll be back. I'm around. I'm not going anywhere. I got more people to piss off by saying my stupid opinions. All right, give yourself a great day. Take care. We love opinions, and uh, yes. the, the more it disagrees with other people, the better, because there's always going to be somebody that agrees with you, and there's, uh, better yet, there's going to be people that, that, that don't, and they're going to want to chime in and share their opinion, and we love that here on the Jeep Talk Show. Oh, absolutely. We love hearing from you guys, and, and it's not just yeah. something we say, because it's just fun. Uh, and, uh, and it's interesting, too, that Jimmy mentions volunteer. I, I think I know what he's talking about, uh, that, uh, Wendy, Josh, I know you guys are aware, but maybe our, our listeners aren't. We probably have anywhere between 8 and 12. I actually need to get an actual count. Uh, yeah. Jeep talk show volunteers that help mm -hmm. out with the show. Uh, yep. Chris uh, does a lot for our guest acquisition. Uh, Bob, two cheap Jeep guys, talks us up everywhere he goes. And uh, he's the reason why 
uh, Greg Henderson uh, of Unofficial Use Only is actually a part of a lot of our roundtables. Is because hey, Bob uh, is like our VP of graf- grassroots marketing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Put it that way. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And then uh, we have uh, John and Bill and Larry from uh, Jeeping Mo uh, and uh, and several others that are just there helping uh, promote the show, helping extended us extended family. Yes, exactly. Well, and and there's also Mike Zen out here in Southern California, Mike who's Zen. our number one infectious agent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, did, Mike's been doing excellent work for for many months. Did a promo video for us that we're still using at ratbastard.lol, which we never talk about. You can actually go yeah. to ratbastard.lol and. That. Uh, yeah, and uh, go over there and look, and you can see uh, Mike's promo video that he did. Very, very good. Lots of fun, uh, and and so flattering whenever you uh, you come up and you do stuff like this for the public that mm-hmm. uh, people want to be part of it and want to join in. And uh, a big thanks, and uh, uh, so. But thank you anyway for the call, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> don't don't, piss don't him bother off. showing up for the Christmas party. <laughs> he's yeah. used to, he's used to being abused. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, damn it, they still love me. <laughs> Well, as you can see, Jeeper, we've got our own sort of level of dysfunctional family over here, and we invite you to be a part of it. You can actually come be a part of our dysfunctional family every Tuesday as we invite each and every one of our listeners to uh, join us around the world's biggest roundtable of nothing but Jeepers. And uh, it's a lot of fun as we record an actual Jeep talk show episode. You, the listener, can join in on the fun, uh, have some Q&A with whoever decides to pop in with us. Sometimes it's a celebrity, industry expert, you you know, that sort of thing. It's a lot of fun each and every week. We do it every week. And you can join in if this is your first time listening to the show. The very next Tuesday, you can be a part of one of our episodes. And I highly encourage it. It'll probably be one of your your next guilty obsessions, if you will. Uh, how you can join in on that fun is, uh, well, it, it'll be get a little complicated to tell you right here and right now. The best thing for you to do is to head over to our website, uh, jeeptalkshow.com slash contact that'll take you to our contact page and there you will find all the information to interact with us here on the show but also sign up for the jeep talk show newsletter and in that newsletter you'll get the link every week and you only get one email a week from us we're not going to spam you or sell your information anything like that but um, inside the jeep talk show newsletter you're going to find a link to join in on the zoom room uh, you get the password and all that sort of stuff uh, to actually become a part of the of that roundtable episode uh, that we're doing every Tuesday. So mark your calendar, save the date every single Tuesday. Come join us for a roundtable episode and head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Sign up for the Jeep Talk Show newsletter today as well, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Well, Jeeper, looks like this episode of the Jeep Talk Show has come to the end of this trail, but we've got another episode coming up right around the bend. Until then, be sure to support the show and consider becoming a paid subscriber today. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Warning, the Jeep Talk Show is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any known disease or illness. Unless you got that thing that happens when you get bit by the Jeep bug. In that case, head over to jeeptalkshow.com right now and become a paid subscriber or you'll get the antidote in the mail probably doesn't actually cure it though I mean, it kind of makes it worse <laughs> it, well, it kind of takes care of the itch for a, some, just for a, for a moment yeah <laughs> that rash that's all you man sorry well, that's what the stickers are good for you just put on the rash and pull got a little hair on that one hmm <laughs>